I'm Kim Brown, president of JNBA Financial Advisors in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you for listening to our CARES Act podcast series. We have four separate episodes that discuss key provisions of the new bill signed into law at the end of March. This specific podcast focuses on stimulus checks being sent directly to taxpayers. The Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act was created to provide relief for individuals and businesses that have been negatively impacted by the coronavirus outbreak. Please keep in mind that we're recording these podcasts from various locations working remotely on April 7, 2020, and the interpretation and guidance of the new law may very well have evolved by the time you listen to this. To help us review our current understanding of some of the important changes to rules and deadlines because of the CARES Act, we are bringing together different members of JNBA's Financial Planning Committee for a conversation. Today, I'm joined by two of my colleagues who actively discuss planning strategies to achieve your individual goals. Advisory Services Manager and Advisor Elise Houston and Advisor Nick Scheibel. Both Elise and Nick are certified financial planners with our firm. Thank you for being part of this conversation, Elise and Nick. Elise, can you tell us more about what our listeners can expect from this particular program? Thanks, Kim. So it's estimated that 90% of eligible taxpayers will receive at least some payment called an economic impact payment from this program. In general, individuals will receive checks in the amount of $1,200 or less, and married couples who file a joint tax return will receive checks in the amount of $2,400 or less. The amount you receive depends upon the adjusted gross income or AGI amount reported on your most recently filed tax return. So for individuals who reported AGI over $75,000 or couples who reported AGI over $150,000, the benefit amount will begin to phase out or reduce. So high earners, meaning individuals who reported $100,000 AGI or couples with $200,000 AGI will likely not receive any benefit from this program. Also, Families who have dependent children under the age of 17 will receive an additional $500 per child from this program. The amount that you receive from this program, though, is also subject to income limits, meaning you may not receive the full benefit amount. To determine the amount of benefit you receive, the IRS is going to reference the most recently filed tax return. So if you've not yet filed your 2019 tax return, but your income in 2019 was lower than what's reported in 2018, it might make sense to file your 2019 tax return sooner than later. Nick, tell us how taxpayers receive their checks. Well, Kim, for those who receive their Social Security benefits by direct deposit, or anyone who had their tax refund direct deposited, the Treasury will deposit the payment into the same bank account. This will be the fastest way to receive a payment. For anyone who doesn't have a bank account on file, a check will be mailed to their home address. Now the IRS is planning to create a website where anyone can provide direct deposit information if they prefer not to receive a check, but unfortunately that website's not online yet. Direct deposits are expected to begin around April 15th. It is believed that checks will begin being mailed by the end of April and that the IRS intends to prioritize lower income recipients first. It may take until September or even later before all checks are mailed. If you've moved or you've closed a bank account since your last tax return, it's very important that you update your information with the IRS, and you can do that on their website. 
Thank you both for that great information. It might be helpful to our listeners if you could summarize who likely uh, could benefit most from these provisions. Of course. So this provision is really important for almost all individuals, given an estimated 90% of taxpayers will receive some payment. However, as Nick mentioned, if you've moved or changed your banking information since you last filed your tax return, you will want to make sure you get that information updated, as well as consider filing your 2019 tax return if your income was lower in 2019 compared to what it was in 2018. Okay, great. Well, thank you. We know there are many nuances surrounding the uh, CARES Act, and everybody's situation is different and unique, so we will remain available to answer any questions for anyone that would like to reach out to us. Thank you very much for listening today. We hope you'll visit jnba.com and tune into our other CARES Act podcasts where we cover topics including Roth conversion opportunities, required minimum distributions, student loan payments, retirement plan distributions, and of course, small business relief. Please know that our team is monitoring and managing through the impacts of COVID-19, working diligently on your behalf and keeping your goals and best interests front and center as new information becomes available. We'll continue to share relevant information that guides our planning and investment decisions. Thank you also for your continued trust in JNBA, not just as your financial advisor, but also as your advocate. Please reach out if you need anything at all. You can find our contact information at jnba.com. Important disclosure information. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Therefore, it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or undertaken by JMBA Financial Advisors, Inc., or any non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in the podcast, will be profitable, equal any historical performance levels, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. JMBA is neither a law firm nor a certified public accounting firm, and no portion of its services should be construed as legal or accounting advice. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this podcast serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from JMBA. Please remember that it remains your responsibility to advise JMBA in writing if there are any changes to your personal financial situation or investment objectives for the purpose of reviewing, evaluating, revising our previous recommendations and or services, or if you would like to impose, add, or to modify any reasonable restrictions to your investment advisory services. A copy of our current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request. The scope of the services to be provided depends upon the needs of the client and the terms of the engagement. Please see important disclosure information at www.jmba.com backslash disclosure.